What's going on, world? You are now tuned in to Volume 2 of the Knicks Tape, hosted by Kyrie and Lodge, brought to you by none other than, than the Restricted Zone Podcast. Make sure to leave a like, comment, subscribe. Um, last First of all, Lodge, introduce yourself, bro. Say what's good. Yo, yo, what's up with you guys, man? Volume 2, technically, like, Volume 2.25 or something. But we, yeah. bro, we're going we gonna to make things right this time. We'll have some fun with it, you feel me? Yeah, and I was just gonna get into get right into that. We had a technical difficulty with the real volume to it, the next tape, where we had a lot. We had like a live like reaction to the our Clippers game that we had our first time seeing James Harden in the Clippers jersey. The game we uh we had one came back from that little slide from. Um, we're gonna talk about that tonight. Um, we're gonna talk about the uh the three games before that, the back to back in Cleveland, the uh that we dropped in Milwaukee. We're gonna talk about that briefly. But mainly, we're going to talk about the three-game win streak that we went on that we didn't cover. Um, of course, since we, we talked about it on uh, Monday night right after the uh, the Clippers game, we won against the Spurs. Also, we won against the Hornets. Then we had an L against the Celtics. We're going to get into that a lot, man. But first of all, um, the, the like where we left off, bro, the back-to-back in Cleveland and the L in Milwaukee. Um, just give a brief synopsis of what you thought about that. You predicted you predicted it exactly, going one and two, winning one in Cleveland, dropping one to Cleveland, and losing to Milwaukee ultimately. So let me know what you thought about that uh, real quick. So pretty much to sum it up what I said um, in the original volume two, guys, pretty much our record right now is five and five. I looked, up, I looked at that week as a – we should have walked out eight and five. That's what we're looking at right now. Um, I feel like the second back-to-back of the – the second of the back-to-back of the Cleveland series, I just felt as though we just just let the just let them do what they want to do instead of us just sticking to our game plan and us being kind of together and have some continuity with, with the offense and defense. But yeah, of course we just have our little woes where we either make decisions like not having quick give us minutes and things like that. And then as far as the bunk the Bucks game, it's just another game to where I feel like we just had it all the way through, and then we just simple mistakes just let Dame take it away in pretty much like the last two and a half minutes of this game. Um, but yeah, that should have been another three and a week like the one we just had not too long ago. We'll we'll, we'll get uh, get through with that soon, but. Yeah, bro. Just should have been a. It was we was it a one and two week. That that should have been a three and a week. Two in a row. Should have yeah. been two in a row. I definitely agree with you. We definitely should have won that second one in Cleveland. Um, we just didn't stick to the to the game plan that game, and that was like just simply cleaning the glass and letting our defense do the talking. We try. I think we tried to do too much on offense in that game, and um, they responded. They they actually responded. They made some adjustments offensively. Donovan Mitchell came back better. Evan Evan Mobley came back better. Um. But as far as that game in Milwaukee, also before that, what I wanted to say was to put some context in, we did have RJ out that second game in Cleveland and that game in Milwaukee. But either way, I felt like we should have won the Cleveland game. And the Milwaukee game came down to the wire anyway. But like you mentioned, bro, Dame did Dame stuff. He we hit some, he hit a couple of clutch shots. Um, Dante DiVincenzo did some stuff in the clutch that I really liked. Uh, Jalen Brown had a monster game, put up 40 points. Yeah. Um, but it ultimately, like it, they they just overpowered us, bro. And I feel like if we would have had RJ, that those definitely would have been two wins under our belt. Um, not to mention that that first game, uh, that game against Milwaukee, our first game against Milwaukee was an in season tournament game. I'm yeah. still not like super keen on how like like how the whole thing went, bro. Like you was you was breaking it down to me a little bit yesterday. Um, but either way, like 
from a competitive standpoint, I would have liked to win that game, feel me? Exactly. Like, I just, like, just from a competitive standpoint, I feel like that, again, a premier team in the Bucks. even though they took a step, they're taking, it looks like they're taking a step back somewhat so far this season, especially on the defensive end. Trying to get um, things together. Yeah, they're still trying to get things together. Dame missed some time. But I still feel like that was a team we could have beat, just like the Celtics in our opening night, just like the Celtics in this in our last game, uh, which we'll get to. Um, but take me through this uh this three game win streak, bro. We we dropped the Clippers um the first time we seen James Harden, like I mentioned in the Clippers jersey, we beat uh beat the Spurs Wemby's first time in Madison Square Garden. He he had a Don't little ass, uh, watch your mouth, boy. <laughs> Yeah, a little oh, something God. to say, bro. He's coming like Mad Square Garden wasn't all that, but yeah, to you, maybe you're a little seven four behind. Mitch has something to say Mets. about that, though. Exactly, exactly. He's like, be, be grateful, be grateful you there. And um, after that, we uh, we beat the Hornets in a Saturday matinee game. Uh, it was it was a blowout. But take me through that three game win streak, win streak, bro. What you think about that? so? Best one of the week, that week was obviously the Clippers game, even though despite how they're looking since that game after, but still I'll take that. Um probably the Talk second most the second most pleasing game was the Wemby game, obviously because he had something to say before he was stepped foot in the building and then he had to come recognize what was going on. And then um mm-hmm. basically I think the funny part about that game and the Hornets game, I had told you the night the night of the Spurs game, and I was like, I don't like watching this when we blowing somebody out because I just so happened not to be able to get to get to start the game from start to finish, and mm-hmm. I ended up jumping in after the second half, bro. <laughs> it was just like I couldn't last long, and it's just like as much as I love my <laughs> squad, bro, we're just not enjoyable to watch when we're up. It's just like. It feel like we just played the exact same. It's like, like nothing exciting going on. It's just because we got our starters in, bro. We be up fifteen with two minutes left. Still got our starters. <laughs> you don't trust them. <laughs> you don't trust them boys, bro. You don't really trust them. That's all it comes down to. Like so, so like yeah. no reason. Jules, Jalen, RJ, Josh, all out on the floor, but we up thirteen with like two minutes left. Like it, it should be it. It's no reason. And um, so back to the the Clippers game. So James Harden, yeah. Can I start on this one? Yeah, just because you, you know, start, between... before you start the Paul George, bro, you can slide, dog. You can dead slide, bro. Like, I'm, I'm cool with it. I'm cool. With Open. It. He was supposed to. He was supposed to come here over the summer, but I don't know what happened, bro. bro. Tweaking right now. Too. We were, I, I'm walking him with open arms, bro. Still, right now, I'm walking. Yeah, I'll take, bro. I'll take, bro. But I'm, what I'm gonna say about James Harden and the Clippers that game, while I talk about uh, before I go into our three game win streak a little bit, um. We watched that Clippers game together pretty much. And I was telling you throughout the game that, like, it seemed like Paul George and Kawhi, for whatever reason, were taking the back seat to James Harden and letting him do what he wants to do, making him feel comfortable. Like, it's like as if it's his team. Right. And you can see it in the, like, how passive they played. Like, Paul George didn't get it going whatsoever. Kawhi didn't get a going until like the second half, like later, like the later end of the second half. Paul George ended in like like single digits, I think. Yeah, he did. And he, he played a terrible game. And Kawhi ended with like 14, 16, maybe 18. I can't remember, but it, he didn't have a crazy game neither. But James Harden had like a cool little 18 or 20 or something like that. I don't got the numbers in front of my face enough. And, uh, I'm just I, going off of pure memory right now. And um, he had a couple, he had, he had some nice assists too. And he like, yeah, I, I say that all to say, like, they 
looked like they played to him too much and they didn't look to play to Kawhi like their main guys that have been there that have been the reason they were winning so far throughout the, throughout the short season and um they they just they just didn't look the same they they didn't have like the same kind of like intensity and like passion that they played with those first couple of games especially with Russ doing good things he was meshing well with Kawhi and PG and I feel like throwing Harden in there it was just like weird like bones looked off um like it just it just wasn't a good yeah and he eventually like playing well he lost his spot off playing well. Not even playing with just the simple fact that they're too crowded in the backcourt, bro, and they don't got no defense. And Bones admittedly, admittedly is a defensive liability, but he's coming. In, he's in there to score. He's a six man, like like you said a couple episodes ago, like a Lou Will type of guy. Like he's going to come in there and get you fifteen points. He's going to shoot from the outside. Like that's what he is. And trading away your key defenders, like like a Robert Covington and Nick Batum who kind of masks those weaknesses when he's out on the floor with them. Having him out there with James Harden is like a double entendre because James Harden's out there to get the offense going. He ain't paid to play defense. Nope. So nope. with that, not to, and I don't want to take anything away from our guys because Mitch played excellent. He made Zubak look like a baby out there. Mm-hmm. Julius Randle finally got it going. Um, RJ came back that game. I think he had like 26, right, if I'm not mistaken. RJ came back and had 26 that game. And we looked good. Jalen Brunson looked pretty good, too. He didn't have it cooking too much. Um, Quentin Grimes, from what I remember, had had a couple threes. But we look, we played good basketball, and we played really, really good defense. And that was, like, the, the, a part of them looking bad was because how, start, how stout our defense was and how good we were man-to-man with them. Right. So I don't want to take anything away from our guys, but them playing like that has led to what them be, dropping, like, what, a 6-0? and I mean, 0-6 as of yesterday? Yeah, now it's probably Paul George's best game since Harden's been on the team too. Exactly, he took a couple games to get he to get uh like to get going because the second game after that he didn't play well. The third game he played like I right, and it's just like it doesn't seem to be working well for them at all, bro. And I just I, before I move on to the next two games of that win streak, I want to see I want to see hear what you think about James Harden and the Clippers so far. I just find it interesting that kind of Ty Lue kind of even openly said like we're trying to we're trying to acclimate to him when it should be the other way around. And honestly, the only way to acclimate to them is him coming off the bench in reality, bro. Exactly. I don't I don't feel like the the sacrifice Russell Westbrook took, I don't feel like it would even he be approachable. And it shouldn't have been, it shouldn't have been a, a, a approachable question for him to come off the bench at this point, especially the way he was looking with Kawhi and Paul George with just him out there in the guard position. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I... I completely agree with what you're saying, but it just found, I found it really interesting that Tyloo literally said in the recent press conference that they're literally trying to acclimate to him instead of him acclimating to them. And yeah. again, this is going to just lead to a, an amazing, not amazing off season, but an entertaining off season. Cause I believe either with, if not one or both Kawhi and Paul George will be out of there. If mm-hmm. there's no way you're going to be able to trade him again. It's not possible. No, they they stuck with him, and that's what we I've been saying like in the in the forbidden episode that nobody's ever going to see, and the uh, the episode before that the restricted on pod as a group uh, had we we had dropped. Um, I just see this, and I don't I don't understand why they pursued him, and I don't get why they gave up the assets they gave up to pursue him, given his track record and knowing that he. He isn't a perfect fit with these. He, he never from the rip was a perfect yeah, fit with these guys. You were just, 
for a guy like Brogdon, exactly. Like somebody that can do some of the same things, but at a lower volume. And of course, you don't got to pay him as much. But I feel like this is just something they seen, like, looking nice on paper and thought, hey, we can make it work. Why not? And it's just like. Bones too. It definitely would have been for him and, him and Bones in the backcourt. That means because Brogdon can worry about the playmaking and getting other guys involved in the defense. Like I said, Bones is a, is a scorer. He's a guy that has to play in rhythm, too. So taking him out the rotation, like, completely doesn't make sense to me at all because he's a guy that has to get hot. He has, he's a guy that has to stay in the rhythm. And, again, he's, he's, he's out there to put the ball in the bucket, bro. That's what he does. He's out there to entertain. That's what he does. You're not – there's certain guys, like, expect, like James Hardy, you don't expect defense and certain other things from him. So – I, I find it crazy for them, bro. They I, I honestly had high hopes for them going into the season because I seen Russ do, putting in the work over the summer. I, I We seen a healthy Kawhi PG coming in. Um, Saw the best that they had, especially with, like, a Norman Powell stuff. Like, I thought they were going to be a really good contender in the West. But right now, bro, I don't think it's – I don't think it's looking good for them. But um, I'll move on to the, the like uh, the next two games after that, which was the Spurs and the Hornets. The Spurs game was cool. Um, what I really liked is seeing, seeing Mitch pretty much just baby Wemby out there, bro. Mitch has been on a tear recently, and he's finally starting to get like like national type of like like coverage or like like exposure, really. Like ESPN and stuffs posting them. Like they're talk like like real basketball people's like talking about like talking about him, and it's like it's. Is well deserved because, like I said, like I mentioned to you before, bro, he's the best offensive rebounder in the league. He, he's out there. He, he he's one of the best rim runners. If we had better point guards, and if our, our our offense was geared more towards the pick and roll, he averaged like an easy fifteen to twenty points. Mm-hmm. Because and he, he does it efficiently. He shoots around sixty to seventy percent like every night. So he's like he's been a key focal point, especially in that three game home in that three game uh a win streak that we've had and what we've done. And he did it by shutting out Wemby that game. And then the Hornets game, shutting out uh, Mark Williams. Mark Williams just had a, a monster, like, 24 rebound game right before that. And he came in. He only had, like, he didn't play well whatsoever. Mitch was boxing him out every play. He just couldn't deal with his physicality. So I think, I honestly think Mitch has been, like, the key factor. In play. And, again, these are bad teams we, we have beat um, those last two games. But he's just been a key factor of what we've been able to do so far. And I just want to give my props to him. Um, now, let's get to the Celtics game, bro. Okay, so no RJ. to end it off. No RJ. RJ missed that game with a uh, with a migraine. I guess it's serious. I was talking shit earlier. Or not, that night or the night of. But, again, it was a, at a point in the game where I felt like we could have at least kept it close. It wasn't that, that was like another game where we were playing defensively throughout all three quarters, three or majority of the fourth quarter as well. And again, yep. it just took a run or just a, just a collapse. It just, it just felt like just emotion and, and like just that, that will to win. And it just felt like after a while, we just gave up. Yeah. I don't think it's a matter of us giving up, bro. I think it was just simply – we were outclassed, like, talent-wise, bro, because even though we did a good job on JB, Jason Tatum, we – But it was a I'm lot of saying, lapses. It was a lot of lapses to where we would get things like tip balls or or, or kind of lackadaisical fast breaks to where we're even leaving, like, a trailing Jalen Brown 
or like off a tip and on a loose ball and then they get an offensive rebound. We're just not getting getting on the shooter, like the main person on the court that's going to kill us on that second chance point. And it just felt like every right. time it was the right person open. Um, mm. I just felt at times Kristaps going off. I didn't mind that. That's Mitch in the perimeter, him constantly being in and out of the paint. Yeah. I get it, but that's going to be something he's going to have to be better at if he's going to be continue to progress in his skill set and his projecting to be a player of of being a player. Um, mm-hmm. The Quentin Grimes minutes were a little bit more useful this time because he was actually firing when he every time he had a chance. Yeah, um, but, he, him or, but him or Grimes, neither him or Grimes, uh, quickly really played that well though. Yeah, quick was one for ten, so he kind of had to be a little more aggressive. Like, like I was, that's what we want to see from. We want to see him take like just like with no kind of like JJ Reddick, no hesitation in mind. Like just no like I'm taking this shot as soon as I, like my hands touch the ball. And I we've seen that a little like uh, like again we've seen flashes of that and we've seen that a little bit in the Boston game. But he only took like he took six threes, but that was like the only field goals that he took for real for real. So. I, we got to see it in other ways as far as him, uh, like, once he gets a consistent from three, allowing that to be able to open up his driving game, that that pump fake one dribble into the lane or that one dribble pull up, feel me, stuff like that. Because stuff like that will really get him going, get into the line and really get him going. Because he's a guy that has to see the ball go in, and he can't see the ball going if he's not shooting it. So, yeah, I really like seeing that. Uh, I really like seeing that during the game. But what do you think the self – like about the Celtics was what do you think they did specifically that kind of pushes past his game? I mean, pushes like push bias his game. I know we didn't have RJ and whatnot. He would have been a key factor, but what do you think the Celtics did in particular that, that kind of neutralized this? Well, they got second chance points and turnovers. They capitalized them on, capitalized mm-hmm. on them. Um, their bench didn't really play that well. The only person on the bench that stood out was Sam Hauser. He was killing us in the second round, if I'm not mistaken. Sam Hauser was killing us. Yep. Um, and just even though Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown scored more than Kristaps, I just felt like Kristaps' presence on the court with them two on there now is just completely different. It's just like pretty much, I guess, since he started, I think Kristaps never had a game where he shot under 50, 52% or at least. And it's just shot selection and the way he's playing on the other side of the ball where he the hell different defense to grabbing the boards. It's just it's just fun to watch, bro, and it kind of hurts again. And and, and that, that's the biggest thing I want. Because every time I want, I'm going to watch him play against us, bro, it's, it's going to be him. Because I'm already, I'm already used to being in close games with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Both got 25 each, and we're down by six or seven. We could have won the game. It's really yeah. him. And, 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 and eventually it'll be Drew Holiday, too, once I feel like he gets warmed up. He had a nice, cool 14 and seven dimes, but I feel like defensively he couldn't really necessarily contain Jalen Brunson to the under 20 point per game. But I just felt like offensively, and him leading the defense was pretty good. Good last night, uh, that night. Um, but what I wanted to kind of tail off on in the surprise, like little random question I wanted to ask you about, kind of had to do something with this game when I was watching it. And I was looking at Isaiah Hartenstein's minutes and what he did with his lack of minutes. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you think Jericho Sims is going to see any type of ele- elevated minutes this season? No, I don't think Jericho Sims doesn't. I don't think he sees any minutes unless it's like a situation like last year where somebody got hurt, like Mitchell got hurt or something like that, and then we seen Jericho good minutes. Um, we 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 just he's just he's just not one. He's not really ready because he's. 
he's not really polishing the pick and roll so much yet. And again, we don't really have the point guards that set to like set him up like that. So he kind of he kind of suffers because of that. He gets his points off of offensive rebounds and putbacks. And sometimes when he's out there, he's not fully aggressive. He's not really boxing out. He's just ball watching really and hoping he can get like his hops can get him to rebound. And that's not going to get you a bunch of minutes with Tibbs, bro. We know that. So I think he's what's this year three for him? Yeah. I I think he's just like really just gonna be like a reserve big that really doesn't see any minutes because Tibbs doesn't play like like he doesn't empty our bench in, in, in like like uh, garbage time anyway. So he's I don't know. I just don't see him getting like too many minutes with us unless somebody gets hurt. But in that case, he's a good backup option to have because he could do a lot of things Mitch does when he's out there and he's engaged and he's getting fed the ball and he's running and stuff like that. That's what it, that's what it comes down to. Because I was like, just like I was telling you with Mitch uh, last episode, bro. Mitch doesn't play really. Mitch doesn't play well when he's not involved and when he's feel like he's not being appreciated. His hustle on the defensive end and on the on, on the glass isn't being appreciated on the offensive end. Because we got he knows that we got guys that can score in Jules, RJ, Jalen Brunson. But his thing is just throw me a bone. Just get me involved in some pick and roll action. Just give me involved some dump off, some cut, some backdoor action. And I'm good. I'm gonna get you your 10, 11 rebounds. I'm gonna get you your two blocks a game. And I'm and if y'all toss me the ball, I'm gonna finish it. He's a 70 plus. He's finishing like 70 like plus per uh, plus percent like field goal percentage like every year. Mm-hmm. So like just throw him the rock. Feel me? And I think Jericho's just got to get that same kind of. I'll put it this way. Look at what Obi Dobbins and he's not going crazy. But he had a nice game yesterday with Indiana. And what were they doing with him? Tyler, Tyrese Halliburton was getting him out in transition, throwing him lobs, getting him in cuts, just dumping the ball off to him, letting him do something with his one-two dribbles in transition. Feel me? And it worked good for him. And he looked good. He was he, he like he worked, and that makes him work for you a little bit more on a defensive end. And doesn't really come up because like Indiana is such a bad defensive team, but he he's engaged feel me that it makes him look better while he's out there so right. I th- that's my whole thing with Jericho um he's not going to get minutes unless somebody gets hurt but when he is out there we got to keep him engaged we got to help feed him on the offensive glass because he's not going to do it himself I got you I just wanted to see a change not necessarily like saying Isaiah was playing bad or anything I just feel like at a night like that our rotation of bigs would have been nice for another body out there. And, and give him, give Jericho some time because I think the day G League is going to be similar to what he does in, like, that nice game. But at the end of the day, he needs to be on the court to learn. And it's just – Exactly. I just be that was, like that was my whole thing. It's not, it's not like we need him to shoot or anything. We dead just need him to run the floor, grab boards, block some shots, catch a lob or two. And, and, and that's it. And it's just – I feel like we kind of lose that with Isaiah coming off the bench, but we also gain, like, more mature game. A guy that can get others involved, grab boards, score inside when he can, hit a decent free throw shot better than Mitch. But sometimes that takes away from the energy on the other side of the ball when Isaiah isn't kind of, like, flowing. So, this is the only reason why I had that question. No, I definitely get that because I do – understand where you're getting like where you're getting at when it comes to like our big man big man depth and like rotation versatility because we don't really have any bigs that can shoot outside the jewels for real for real. that's barely at, at certain points yeah and heart and give you a heart and give you like a like like a quick three here and there um but he's not we don't look for him like the like the, the shoot from the outside 
So stuff would open up better for Mitch and would open up better for Jericho and his limited minutes if we had a stretch forward, to be honest. Like, yo, imagine if we had, like, a Georges Niang. I know you don't like him, bro. But imagine if we had, like, a Georges Niang in our rotation, dog. Like, that's somebody that he... Huh? He couldn't step foot. He played in Philly. Why not? He played in Philly. What's that got to do with me? That's Philly. Bro, he... He, no. he played in the same type of market. I'll take, Joe Ingles. I'll take Joe Ingles before him. Joe Ingles, where, where's he even at right now? He's in Orlando, living good. He out there mentoring Franz and shit, bro. That's all he doing. He there yeah, mentoring But no, either way, imagine if we had the minivan, bro. Somebody yeah. just who, who, who's made, who's whole sole job out there is just to shoot, dog. Dog, that name hard. is so ass, dog. That joint is tough. I don't care what you say. The minivan is hard. <laughs> uh, he never. He ain't no Kuzminskis. He ain't no none of that. Kuz, we did have the first Kuz though. Remember that? Yeah. Uh, Novocaine. Yeah, some nickname. But transitioning, bro. We got a game tonight against the Atlanta Hawks. And they're rolling right. right now. They are kind of rolling. They playing better. They playing a little bit better. Trey's been picking it up a little bit. His his percentages are still ass. Jalen Johnson how Julius Randle on a breathalyzer tonight. You saw what he did to his last game, right? When he he, he, he put a breathalyzer John Hart in the body bag. Yeah, like it's Jalen Johnson's looking really really good too, bro. On him because we uh we, we were big fans him. of Josh Collins. Say again. Can we draft him? No, I don't think we drafted him. Bro, I think we drafted him and traded him. Shit, we might have. We didn't know he done a hell of we, we had to, we did that with the run too. Like we we did that hella time. That's what it was. That's what we yell. Run. We supposed to have the run. And I wanted him too, bro. We like Ladies and gentlemen, this is the part of the podcast where I don't even want to talk anymore. Yeah, this is like the dark. Girl. This is like the dark corners of of the next conversations we have, bro. Like they didn't like they don't even they don't ready for all that. But what I wanted to ask you, because like I was saying, bro, we was big fans of Jay, like uh, John Collins while he was in in Atlanta. What do you think they saw in a guy like Jalen Johnson to kind of be comfortable moving on from him and and uh because of because of course he's in Utah now and giving Jalen Johnson more of a role. Um, and he's doing a lot of the same things that he's doing. He's taking spot up jumpers. He's running out in transition, but he has something different to me. And I want to hear it from your perspective. What do you think it is that well, differs him from Doc Collins? Rhee knew I was kind of a fan of him, kind of coming into that little pre-draft draft season for him. I was too. Yep. He was and like, what was I about to say? I kind of seen it, but I also liked it at the point because I felt like at the time John Collins was still playing decently, decently well. And I just looked like like him another like a piece to kind of just keep that same energy off the bench when he comes off the court. And mm-hmm. now that you're saying, what do you, what do I notice different about him? He just looks a lot more loose. He doesn't look as stiff. Um, exactly. I feel like his attitude towards the game isn't always as. Uh, floppy as John Collins. Well, he's young, so you can't really say. It's kind of too early to say, but just just right. off the eye test, the few games I've been seeing him starting and having fun out there, his just attitude in mm-hmm. general out there is a lot easier to probably cope with. And I don't want to sound yeah. like John Collins is hard to cope with because I don't know that for sure. But I just felt like at times his attitude, although it was kind of like 
kind of just off, and it kind of just screwed up the vibe. And I just now I just feel like well, now we're just not to cut you off, bro. But this is what I think it was. I think he knew, and I kind of agree with this to an extent, or I, I see it this way in a in a like instant. But I think he knew the Hawks were a little bit better when Trey Young helped get him more involved, and he was more of a focal point of the offense. Because you remember that one season, he, I think uh, the year they made, they knocked us out of the playoffs, John Collins was shooting like damn near 40% from three throughout that regular season. Yeah, exactly. And he was he was wilding. They had Murrow. They had him involved. And there was a lot of games like just over the years, especially when they got DeJounte, where it just wasn't enough offense to go around for him, bro. And Trey is such a ball-dominant point guard that I don't know. I guess when it feels like like when they go down in games, he feels like he has to be the one to save them because he's the he's the shot creator. He's the he's the face of the franchise and all that. But I feel like John kind of felt like he should have been more involved in the offense. He had more to give to the offense than what they like how they were playing him. But a guy like Jalen Johnson is easier where he's in his what third year, I believe. He's in his yeah. third season. Um. He's young. He hasn't had a lot of experience yet. Nobody really knows what his offensive money exactly. Nobody know, really knows what his offensive skill set is yet. So he's taking time to develop that. And he's kind of just happy being out there at this point. Yeah, he's finally playing. Exactly. So you kind of got a guy that's a little more grateful to be on the team. And he's like, yo, you don't even got to give me the ball that much. I'll just, I, I'm out here to hustle. I'll get rebounds. And I'm cool getting my little 12 points a game right now. So... And I'm developing, so I know I'll be more of a focal point down the line. So I just seen it more as like it was it was kind of mutual in that aspect. Like they knew they couldn't give John what he wanted. He knew they he knew the Hawks couldn't give him what he wanted. So I don't know why they sent him to Utah of all places. That was drunk. But either way, they made it happen. I like Jalen Johnson and uh kind of fit kind of filling in for him. I'm waiting for Clint to, like Clint Capella to go so Kangu could could can can be that next person to take off, homie. This minutes I'm like down this year a little bit. It's been it's been like on it's been weird, bro. I don't understand because I don't I get it because he's kind of redundant with Capella too at the same time. Like he he's a rim runner, but I don't know, bro. I don't know with them. But that's that ain't our squad. That ain't, that ain't for us to worry about, bro. What do you think about the game tonight? It is currently seven seven eighteen Eastern time. Um, our game tonight is at seven thirty. So, Lodge, let me know your prediction right before this game starts. How do you think this game is going to go? Who do you have coming out as the winner? All right. So, I'll put it this way. I'm gonna just sum it off as we're gonna end up. We're gonna have, this week is gonna be a two and one week. Mm-hmm. I got us. I got us losing the night. Way RJ's out tonight too. I got us losing tonight. That is one of the mm-hmm. reasons why, and I don't like saying that, but it is one of the reasons but- why. Another reason why, because one's Trey's rolling, and it looks like him and Dejounte are kind of clicking, kind of similar to mm-hmm. what they kind of did in a non-winning aspect last year. Right. Um. And again, their younger bigs down there are just a lot. They're just honestly, they're gonna just have Jules a little confused. Mitch is gonna have his his his, his work cut out for him. Like he's gonna be doing a lot of help defense. He's gonna be spinning around doing a bunch of three sixties trying to. Change his head in the direction for a backside cut on the baseline, and he ain't even worried about him. But somebody got beat, and he went to help. Right. And Josh Hart and David Chenzo are gonna be on a uh, cardio run tonight. So they're gonna be breaking tonight, right? 
Yeah, no, it's not even that. They just got cardio. They got to guard Dejounte and, and, and Trey. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's cardio tonight, so. Uh, DeAndre Hunter, Bogdanovich. I feel that's like they're going to get the upper hand on this. We got one on them earlier this season. If we played them. This is our second game with them this season, right? Second? This is our second game, yeah. So, yeah, yeah I think they'll get us 1-1. One, one, they'll tie the, the series 1-1. One, one. And uh, depending on how this game goes, I won't be as upset. But if we're, again, in another situation where the hand, the game is right in our face, I'm going to be pissed. But, again, you're I'll let you take over for your week. I'll just take over. I'll just do my week now. The Wizards game, we got a nice little break until Friday. Hopefully, RJ is back by then. We're gonna get some. Actually, no, never mind. Thanksgiving, we'll be eating and all that. Yeah, that Wizards game is scary now. I'm thinking about it. Wait, what do you mean? That's Black Friday, bro. Wait, no, it's not. That's not. Oh my god. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> bro, where are you at right now? Um, <laughs> you talking about that state? I'm looking at it like, bro, that's that's the that's the seventeenth. What you talking? About? Why do we have that long of a break, though? I'll take it though, anyway. But between Monday, uh, Monday yeah, and Friday, uh, yeah, we staying in the East. Yeah, that's weird. But anyway, that might be a fun game. Hot tweak. Thought it was the day after Thanksgiving, Black Friday. It's not. Uh, that should be an easy game, man. And then another Hornets game, LaMelo might be on. And it's a Saturday okay. night, so he got something to do that night. So he might got to. LaMelo been getting better. He has. He playing better. Has Miles come back yet? I think he's supposed to come back Friday. <laughs> Yo, I hey, don't know man. how. But... Trade, bro, for rules right now. I'll take him and Mark for 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 for, for Mitch Quick and, 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 and Jules. Well, nah, we be mid-juice right now, bro. Forget that. I ain't going to... Well, Mark Williams and Miles Bridges? Yeah, we be mad. No, we wouldn't. We be mad. And Miles, Miles still got a case on going, bro. So he could possibly miss more games. He could, something could go yeah. wrong. Like, Yo, we good. 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 No, I do not advocate for that, bro. Bro. Not. I'm trading him for Jules, and I stand by it. I'll tell you who I would trade for, bro. My man is Bilal Koulibaly. Did you see what he did, dog? Yeah, you get the next. Yo, I don't know <laughs> if we can curse on this, John, but you better get out of here with that BS. Dog, no. Bro. He's garbage right now. Him and Scoop, they done for day. He just dropped 20 on, he just dropped 20 on Sunday. What you mean, bro? Really, he yeah, like 20 on. Seven. That's cool. Good job. Bro, he's been playing eight. good, though. Before that, like 14. Bro, hell no. <laughs> hell no. I just say that, bro, because he was Frank supposed to, he was what Frank's supposed to be. I'm saying that right now. He was what Frank is supposed to be. He's like 6'7. Just like Frank was like 6'5, six, 6'6. Six, six. They both fronts. That's all that matters. He was what Frank's supposed to be, bro. I don't care. Get out of here. <laughs> That's Stop. Stop. You waited a little too early for that one. That was a little no, too he... early. Yeah, no, it's never too early. You see what Natilakin has done so far in his career, bro? I'm not talking about why are you comparing him to Frank? You disrespecting him by that. You don't even believe in him that much. You're talking about Frank. No, I'm saying we should, we gotta get redemption for that. I don't want him. No, 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 hell no. No, <laughs> no. No. I bet you still take Io, though, too. He's playing like garbage right now. This is cutting his minutes, so I, yeah, I would. 
I probably would too. But he's gonna be yeah. out there doing the same thing Hart and DiVincenzo is. Like, what's what's the difference? Yuri, stop. <laughs> you know I'm right. Stop. <laughs> You're lying. You, you know I'm right, bro. I don't know. You know, he out there to defend, bro. He going to get like one three. You mean he's a whole point guard, bro? He plays backup point guard. It's over, bro. Josh is like a point four. That's like six five. Same he play, thing. He averages six five and five. Ass. <laughs> six well, five I, point I, guard I for like six, two, Bro, he wasn't doing that last year. We're eight games in. Don't do that. Yeah, I know, bro. I'm just, I'm just messing up. I'd rather you say Dyson or something. Man, that's still early. Dyson was playing good. Dyson was playing good with her was out. Bro, the only person I'm trading Jules for right now is Nas. Period. That's him. <laughs> Nas. That's all I need. Wait. Yo, I'm telling so you, you right want now. Miles Turner. No, it's too late for that. I'm cool. Too late for that. I'll get a Mitch. You'll take Mitch for Miles. Even. Ain't no jewels involved in that. Ain't no, ain't no, ain't no jewels involved in that. Miles ain't no, like ain't no twenty twenty nigga. Like ain't no, like no, it's cool, Miles. All right, I bet I, I like Miles, but he was supposed to leave mm-hmm. like four years ago. No nah, thanks. So, but yeah, I'll take Miles. Look, if we man. Nigga. We're not making none of that happen, bro. That defense. Since we're on the topic, though, since we're on the topic, though, we, I think I feel like I got to bring it up. No. No. Well, I don't even know what you You better not be talking about him. <laughs> I am, bro. Hey, listen. Uh, 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 P90X. Uh, uh, workout plan with Stephen A. Whoever. Stephen A. Bro, so well, better be Mike Tyson if he if he coming over here. Bro, he gonna have Mike gonna have him off shrooms and shit. Bro, he gonna be geeking now. I'm good. No, he needs to stay far away from Mike. Far away from Mike. He don't need to do yeah, absolutely nothing that Mike does ever. No, no, <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Well, Stephen uh, A. workout plan. Him and Doggy on Monday, and Wednesdays. He be over there getting yelled at, telling the hawk. Maybe watch my mouth. Anyway, I'll take it. But we ain't about to just. But I, what I tell you, everybody else gonna get the little two player and a little pick trade. We gotta dump the whole squad for his ass. Like no. Let, well, let, 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 let me say it, bro. Let me say it. Since since this will be our last topic too, before I give you my three or whatever for next week. But let me say it, since since we already talked about it. Everybody already know, bro, or everybody's been hearing about Zion on um, his press conference like a game or two ago. Saying he he don't know how to he don't know if he bought in or not for real for real so that's got speculation going of course and speculation always comes around back to us bro when it comes to play it just happens when it comes to star players like possibly not being happy bro it comes to us and fans and listen listen I'm gonna say this because fans of other teams might be thinking we delusional when we talk about it or we bring it up bro but it's just like no this shouldn't be embarrassing us bro it'd be like it just be annoying because we don't get nobody. And nothing ever goes through for us. All the speculation be for no reason. And but we just gotta talk about it. <laughs> we just gotta talk about it, bro. Just cause, like, I, I couldn't, bro. I couldn't see us taking Zion, dog, and it working out. <laughs> Honestly. Bro. And I and one I feel like he one he only want to come here because his buddy RJ here, bro. 
And we would have kept Cam. If, if we could have kept Cam, who who took Austin Reed starting spot, by the way. I'm, I'm going to keep that on the low. But he – he 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 really he really be pushing to come here, but his buddy RJ here, bro, and I feel like that's he just want to play with him. Bro, listen, Jalen don't got time for none of that buddy buddy young boy BS dog. We here to get bucks and win games. That's all I'm gonna tell you. Bro. Ain't no, they, no, let me stop. Ain't no hurt. Ain't no, bro, putting two motors on both them knees, stretch that hamstring every two hours, and we we cool. That's all I need. Yeah, Put the motor on the knee. Lose like no. twenty five. I'm a cool. That that's the only downfall, bro. I don't if I don't see him playing more. He don't be playing more than forty games this season, bro. He's sitting out now, or he's been in and out now. Like, I don't listen. I'll take Bi over. Love the team for Bi. Bi want to come to us. They want to let Bi go to. Us. And why we hit cause. Good dub do. And why we hate cuz I'm trying to tell you, B.I., you know, slide. I'm pretty sure you know. Come on, bro. He out there with the Arizona. Shit, a little stone pizza, you feel me? After a game. You know what I mean? Nah, probably not, but, bro. Nah, bro, I just... I bro, just I'll take, uh, you taking PG over Zion, all right? Yeah, I'll take PG over Zion. Ah! No, yeah, 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 yeah. But it's just like that put us in win now mode, bro. And I don't think we got the squad to put around for win now. As long as we keep Mitchell cool, is PG like a good? That's not happening. Anyway, you think if we so if you think you think if we make a trade for any like remote star, quick gotta go. Well, probably. He's gonna play too good this year, and he's not on contract. Right. Yeah. Honestly, I wouldn't be opposed. I don't know, bro. Yeah. I mean, I want to see if we get a if we say if we trade for see. I shouldn't even talk. Be talking like this, like this. Whatever. Maybe trade for Paul George. I'll take Bones and like. I don't want to get rid of Mitch. And I don't want to get rid of Josh Hart and DiVincenzo because those are playoff pieces. I want to, and, and I'd be kind of iffy about replacing Mitch. We still Mitch got a point, too. I want Buddy Hill, bro. We got caught Buddy Hill right after that. Oh, my God. Yeah, I would. We definitely would have to make. I, I think for, I feel like Buddy Hill would unlock a special part of our offense, bro, just because he can knock it down, dog. And Fournier, Fournier's different because he's not as consistent as Buddy Hill, and he's not as available because Buddy Hill didn't play in there every game all season, and he's just much more of a prolific shooter, dog. So I, he's just he's just a notch higher than Evan Fournier, and he, Fournier try to do too much sometimes. So I think that's why he fell out of and you're not gonna get no defense from Buddy Hill either. But I think we def I think that definitely should be the next move or something we should be looking at, trying to offload Fournier somehow and try to get Buddy Hill. Cause I, I think it's it's Benedict Mathman's time to shine over there. And they understand that, feel me. And I I think letting go of Buddy Hill will allow him to get more minutes and more opportunity. So that I feel like that'll be the 
I like that. That definitely had to be the next move that we got to make. But let me wrap this up, bro, because I'm trying to watch this game. It's getting ready to start. I have us losing against Atlanta tonight as well for the same reasons you do. I think RJ not being there, giving us his 20 to 24 points, an efficient 20 to uh, 20 to 24 points now, I might say. Um, I think he's not there to combat their wings like DeAndre Hunter, Bodan Bogdanovich, who's picked it up a little bit more recently. Um, and, yeah, I think just the Hawks' energy. I think Trey Young picking it back up. Because last game he didn't play good. He shot, like, terribly against us. I don't think he's going to play that bad against us. He back, they're back at home. I think we dropped this one tonight. It's going to be a close game. I'd give it, like, like 98, 105, something like that. There's something along, something along them lines. I think it's going to be a close game. But I think simply missing RJ tonight is really going to hurt us. Um, We're going to bust Washington ass because they're garbage. Um, I watched him for the first time last season, like up, like real, like. Oh, I'm glad you just said that. Would you Would you take Kuz? No. Anyway, but I think nice. be too I don't think I don't think he'd mess with Tibbs. I don't think I honestly don't think he'd Nobody mess with Nobody does. Uh, yeah, I mean JB do. His dad is there. He's a weirdo. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. I mean, I don't know, bro. Either way, I'm not. The Wizards is garbage, bro. Did you see that clip I sent you of Jordan Poole and the huddle dog during that OT of, of, of the Nets dog? I'm just, yo. He, one, he's been playing garbage and for, for a guy who's got his own quote unquote team now. He's not even averaging a dub right now. Um, He's just been. I kind of hate what it's turning into. I kind of hate what he's turning into, bro. For real, for real. I ain't going to cap you. I mean, kind of looks like he always was, but the way he just hit it. It was. It was. It was kind of suppressed by the Warriors in a way because he wasn't the star or he wasn't like remotely the best. Like he was close. He wasn't the best player. But I, th- I don't know, bro. I don't like the. I simply don't like it for the direction Washington is going in. At the we can't wait until he play like the Timberwolves or something. I don't know what, what he's supposed to be, but he can't. <laughs> wait, say that again. So I don't want him to play like the Timberwolves or something soon. Well, so like Ant or something. Or something yeah, like you yeah, said, something. yeah, yeah. Because that's how you do it. That's how you do it right there. MVP. I called it. Um. He's, I had the yeah, I got them beating bro, the Wizards. We're going to be unfortunately. Bro, that's a whole nother conversation. That's a whole nother conversation. I don't feel like talking about that right now. Anyway, no, but <clears throat> the la- our last game until next Monday when we record again, bro. We played a Charlotte Hornets. I got them beating us. I got us beating them again too. Um, oh, that the Wizards game is an in season tournament. I think you told me that yesterday. So, if we do win, when we do win, I hope that will be our first in-season tournament win. Um, next and episode, I'll come and, and that'll qualify us to be in the knockout games. If we lose this uh, game, okay. guys, we won't be able to compete in the knockout games. Okay. So, it's kind of similar to... Uh, it's kind of like clinching the spot, basically. And you have two games, of course, I'm assuming. Or if you okay. win the first game, you you're able to play. But I have, I know for sure if you lose you lose your first two uh, end season tournament games, you're not able to play in the knockout. So we do need to win this one on Friday. Yeah, 
Got you. That's good information to put out there. Lodge, appreciate it for that because I'm not as informed on it right now. I'll come back next week more informed on it because we got two more um, the week after that, it looks like, in Miami uh, versus Miami and the Hornets again. So uh, I got us going two and, two and one next week, bro. Or this week, I should say, dropping one against Atlanta today, winning against the Wizards and the Hornets. Hey, man, if we get a back-to-back 3-0 and week, I might be a little bit more positive on here. Uh, that three and zero week was nice, bro. It was against some bad teams, but we played good basketball. We seen we seen a lot of good things and a lot of good characteristics that went towards, or that goes towards us winning games. Feel me? That's what I really like to see. Again, it was against bad teams. I want to see it do it. I want to see us do it against teams like Boston, against teams like Milwaukee. I'm coming up. We got the Timberwolves, who's, who's been pretty good. The Miami Heat, of course, the Suns. We got um late this month. So I want to see us really like put our best to the test against those teams and uh, see what we do, bro. But if uh, if you don't got anything else to say, man, or to close out, I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm going to close it out. Close, bro. For sure. Um, Again, this has been volume two of the Knicks tape. Anybody, everybody that's out there that's tuning in, thank you. Make sure to, like I said, drop a like, a comment, subscribe, and keep turning this up, man. Restrict his own podcast, Knicks tape. Uh, we'll be back at you guys next week. Stay tuned.